0: Family from the Heart Podcast, episode number 341. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of the Family from the Heart. A podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family. A family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. That's right, my friends. We are back once again. Happy December 10th to those of you who are either watching us live or getting this the day that I release it. Stephanie,
1: how are you? Megan calls it Christmas 10th.
0: It's Christmas 10? It's Christmas 10. Nice. I'm
1: well. How are you?
0: I'm doing wonderful. We have a live studio audience today.
1: I know. Way to put the pressure on.
0: Of one. (laughs) Our friend Winnie is here from Belgium. She's been staying with us for a couple days. Yep. And she is leaving this afternoon for New
1: York City. You'll have more fun in New York, I promise.
0: Can anybody (laughs) say New York City in another way other than New York
1: City? Um, Many people who aren't you
0: many people who are do you know what that's from?
1: Absolutely. Old El Paso um salsa commercial.
0: Is it Old El Paso or is it Pace? I can't oh, remember. Oh, you know, it
1: might be Pace.
0: I don't know which one. I think
1: it might be Pace. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Anyway.
0: Yeah, anyway.
1: It's a salsa commercial.
0: Welcome Winnie, glad to have you here today. Always. And of course, uh, glad to have the folks who are watching live on Periscope, which is always exciting. And uh, looks like Jerome is asking if we are Apple fans. No. Mm. Not really. We, yeah maybe just a little bit
1: <laughs> my brother refers to um my brother does not have um an your apple, brother
0: as if you only have one as
1: if i only ha- okay one of my brothers how
0: many brothers do you have stephanie four okay
1: um one of my brothers does not have an apple product i don't know if the other three do or not um actually i do know justin does it beside the point so the one brother who I'm speaking of doesn't have Apple products, and when he comes in our home, he cannot get a signal on his phone because he is in what he refers to as the Apple Fortress.
0: The Apple Fortress. That's what, hilarious. Yeah,
1: that's what he... Yeah. Awesome.
0: Cool. So, what's going on, Steph? Um, what has... What's been going on since last week?
1: Well, since... So much. I don't think that I've had... Actually, last Friday, because my my Monday through Thursday mm-hmm. is so busy, and um, Fridays are open on purpose. Yeah. I, I keep Fridays open on purpose. I can have lunch with somebody. I can catch up on the on a week's worth of television. I can... Friday is like a my week's day. worth of sleep. Hold on. Friday is my day. Yeah. So, last Friday, I got the kids to school. And I come home and I am dragging. I am so tired dragging, but it was like Christmas fourth. So I had to pay the bills Yep, (laughs) because they don't care how tired you are, they want their money. So I sat down and I paid our personal bills and it took me about an hour and then I went to bed and I woke up like 15 minutes before I had to pick the kids up from school. Nice. (laughs) I slept all day.
0: At least you remembered.
1: I did remember to pick them up. That's good. Because I set a timer. <laughs> nice. But, um, I just, I think I'm going to, well, I don't have to pay bills, but I think I'm going to do something similar tomorrow. Friday is like my catch up on sleep day mm-hmm. because I, I don't sleep well at night and um, my, my daytimes are well and evenings as well because, you know, during the day I'm doing whatever I'm doing, um, whether that be business work or, or. Running after children or whatever, but their activities are in the evening. So I drive like all night long. So I use all of my Friday is my Friday's Friday's my day off. Friday is my day off.
0: Gotcha. So, um, some other things have happened this week though, but so much has happened since last week, right? So, So I
1: was just commenting on the one day where I'm like, and Uh, I'm doing the same thing tomorrow, everything has happened in the last six days and tomorrow is my day off
0: so last weekend or actually last week's episode we talked about Matthew's friend we did and Matthew's friend came over again this past weekend and we
1: watched more Star Wars we
0: actually finished Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi we did which I think those are the only three that we're gonna see before
1: I don't know that we're gonna see the new ones before the the newer ones before the um yes
0: unless we watch them on our own
1: Right, in which case we'll tell her to watch them all because her family owns them. She's just never seen them. Right. So then we'll we'll tell her we'll watch them because she's supposed to come with us to see the movie. Right. So.
0: And we don't want to wait too long, and no. I certainly don't want to put off seeing the new movie until we bear and our right, way right. through the the original. Prequels. Well, here's well
1: here's the thing because now we're at the Phantom Menace, and nobody wants to watch the Phantom. Menace. Nobody wants. to We've watch that even movie. we've even told McKenna to watch it by herself. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> Um, Matthew, Megan, and myself have—we we even told her to watch um, to watch it by herself. But then um, Megan recently watched Return of the Sith, which mm-hmm. is the third of the pre, so it's a- episode three. Mm-hmm. And McKenna sat down and watched the end of that with her. So I maybe like the last 45, 30 minutes, something like that. And so she understands like the creation of Darth Vader. And, you know, there there are things that she knows now that she doesn't have to see all three of them to really put together. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay.
0: Pretty cool. So um, I guess we should jump into the like the biggest news of the week. What's that? That somebody has a new job.
1: Somebody has a new job. Which means mom has more work. Yep. So, um, Megan got a job this week. And I'm not supposed to tell you this. Which is funny because she's like, don't tell dad. And I said, don't you know how this whole marriage thing works? And then I did something later. Um, I said something later on. And she goes, don't you know how this whole marriage thing work?" I said, yeah, I'm very good at it. <laughs> anyway um she is so excited but she doesn't want you to know how excited she is because she thinks you'll make a bigger deal out of it than what she wants you to does that make sense
0: nope to her it does (laughs) okay
1: so megan got a job this week and um she starts on saturday she'll start training and so she works at our um Chipotle, at our favorite Chipotle.
0: Yes, she does. Yeah. I'm so excited for her. I am too. I w- um, The cool thing is, is that, first of all, she submitted her application online and she's been told that it takes about a week or two before you hear anything. And we happen to be having lunch there one day. <laughs>
1: we're, we're regulars. We're regulars.
0: <laughs> we just happened to go to Chipotle. And Sam, who is the manager there. Right um she's like how you guys doing and and you you just struck up a conversation and she goes, oh by the way megan put her application in right. and of course now you and megan go to chipotle quite a bit by yourselves
1: on wednesdays after dance
0: wednesday nights yep. so uh, almost on a weekly basis mm-hmm. you guys just the two of you yep. are a- there in the evening and i assume that sam's there quite a bit during the evening and there's the entire team of people and and of course Wednesday evenings, what time is it around when you go there?
1: Like 9:15 and they close at 10. So the so place is practically empty. We turn down the music, we talk, we yeah, it's fun. So,
0: I mean, it's it's kind of like they just know you guys, they do. right? And so you said, hey, you know, Megan's put her application. She, oh, she did? When she do that? And yep. it's like just yesterday or the day before. It, it
1: was It was like the, the last week. So she had already waited like four or five days. Right. And, so,
0: and she goes, oh, just tell have her, her. call me. Have her call me tomorrow and we'll have her come in <laughs> while I'm here next week and, and stuff like that. And so we came home and told Megan yep. and uh, Megan calls and schedule. And she's like, oh, yeah, come in this day. and.'" course she goes in she gets hired on the spot
1: she does she um she told me later she says um you know mom i seriously i thought i was gonna have to i thought i was gonna have to like wait a week to hear you know i didn't think that um she would hire me on the spot i'm like come on yeah you did
0: yeah (laughs) no i don't think she did i don't think she she would expect that she
1: didn't and and neither did i neither did i I honestly but um but she she's really excited, she right? Is. And she already likes the team of people that she'll be working with, and um. I'm excited. It was, for it's her. funny because there's there's one um there's one young man who works on the line, and um he knew that she was applying, and so then he would ask her. Every time she was in, did you apply yet? Did you apply yet? Did you apply? And so, if I, when she finally told him yes, I, I applied, and, and I'm wait, I'm waiting to hear. And then um, he was working the night that she had her interview, so um, they they talked. The, and anyway, so she already knows the people that she's going to be working with.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I'm really looking forward to Megan learning how to make the green chili salsa. She says
1: she's not going to tell you.
0: No, whatever.
1: She's not.
0: That's fine. Next time she wants something, you you that. Well, she won't
1: be making it for a while. She'll be Uh, on. It
0: doesn't matter how long, as long as that during her tenure at that at. I don't want you to
1: know how to make the salsa because then we'll stop going there.
0: No, that's not true. (laughs) It's just that we'll have we'll be able to make it here. That's it. You know. Anyway, I love. Except
1: you're the only one who eats it, so we don't really need to make it here.
0: Yeah, we do. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. Whatever. Okay. So anyway, I'm very excited for her, and and so I know that she's excited.
1: David wants to know if we're excited to have a discount. I don't care. I'm excited. Is my kid there a has discount? A, we I don't didn't even care. hear about it. Yeah. Um. I'm just excited. My kid has a job.
0: <laughs> yeah, and a job that I think she's gonna love. Yep. I, I've been watching, obviously, we've been fans of Chipotle since 2007,
1: 2008. No, no, before McKenna.
0: Oh, then it was, Because yeah.
1: I couldn't eat it while I was pregnant with McKenna, That's remember?
0: Right. It... So, but for the last 11 years, we've yeah. been fans of Chipotle. Uh, we've eaten there quite a bit. And not only that, but I've been a fan of the company it, itself. In the, you know, watching Stephen Ells, who is the founder of Chipotle, and, and watching his story, I've watched many interviews about Chipotle and, how the company is run. And I, I'm just really excited about that company in general. And so I, I'm just, I'm thrilled that Megan's a part of I am too. that environment. Yep.
1: She, Um, I don't remember everything that she was telling, but the things that, but the things that she was um, telling me after her interview that they had talked about and, and the way that they are really a team and the way that they are, um, <laughs> the, um, So she's it's it just seems like a really great environment to be in.
0: Yeah, it does. That's the cool thing. That's what I love is is the team environment that they have here. So we have uh, David wants to make sure that we share the insider information on the green salsa. Uh, And Jill says, I've been listening since loss. Hard to believe that Megan's old enough to get a job. Yes. Yeah.
1: So yesterday afternoon um, after she has her job, we had to go open a bank account. Yep. So she now also has a checking account.
0: It, it's, it's funny side story. Uh, so Megan had to fill out an application. I helped her out a little bit. Okay. <laughs> and one of the things is previous experience, and I figured there's no opportunity for you to say, you know, this is my first job. And so I put, I helped her, and and we put down that her first job was working for. Ravenscraft Enterprises LLC. You know, working with that, and and it says, you know, what what position did you do, or what did you do there? What are your job details? And she has gone with us to community meetups mm-hmm. and taking pictures and stuff like that. And so I just put down that she was the community manager, and that she oversaw networking events and stuff like that. And and she was very much a part of making sure everyone right. felt welcome at these events, which is absolutely true. It and is. She has been well. I, I and she has been paid she's been paid to do that and so uh we were talking about this and she goes and, and I sit there it's like it she she goes but dad I've never been paid by you and I'm like what are you talking about I told you I'd pay you 20 and she goes yeah but you never, never paid, paid me by- and I'm like what do you mean I've never paid you she goes dad you never paid me right and I'm like, oh, and so I pulled out of my wallet and I was gonna actually give her $40. Mm-hmm. She goes, and you owe me interest by the way. And I sit there, but I went ahead and I said, so I handed her two $20 bills and I say, here, now you have been paid to work and, yeah. and here's an extra 20 for having to wait so long. <laughs> Cause I had no idea that I didn't pay her yeah. yet.
1: That's funny. That was funny. Yep. She enjoyed it. So Matthew is applying at Kroger.
0: Well, Matthew was very excited for Megan. And I think Matthew was also a little jealous in a way. He was like, you know, hey, I, I want to get a job. I want to mm-hmm. start making some money. And, and I want to, f- I think he's like, I want some responsibility. That's I- the
1: exact word that he used to, with me. He said, mom, I think that it will help me with my responsibility. Mm-hmm. So um, he, um, the application again is online and everything's online these days. So he'll sit down this weekend and he'll fill it out. And Matthew is going to be bagging your groceries at Kroger.
0: Well, it, let's not put the cart before the horse. He's right. going to apply. He's going
1: to apply and now, could be bagging your groceries at
0: Chipotle Kroger. Chipotle was a little bit easier deal because, again, we, we've we known them. They know who I, who mm-hmm. we are. Um,
1: um, you don't Chipo- think the people at Kroger know me?
0: Well, hold on. <laughs> and, well, I don't know. Do do they know you as well as, as like, the people who would hire? I don't know. You, Some that's of what them. I
1: mean. Some of them probably do. But
0: And so... Anyway, I I, I just I, I know that Chipotle was always looking for good team members. And I don't know how I mean, gosh, it Kroger Kroger's right across the street from the high school.
1: They're looking for warm bodies. That's what Kroger is looking for. Okay. They, they want they want um, strong young men who can go outside and push the carts in when when the cart things are full. They they're always hiring and they're always hiring teenagers to do those things. Good. I think every boy in Megan's sophomore class, that has a job, works at Kroger.
0: Okay, cool. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm, ho- I'm hoping that it will be a successful venture for him to apply. As am I. Now he is
1: Matthew's obstacle will be an interview. Yeah, <laughs> when he has to sit down and speak to someone. Mm-hmm. Matthew's not very verbal.
0: No. Well, we'll see how it goes, yeah. and and I'm 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 excited for both of them.
1: <laughs> Yesterday. Uh, we were talking about Matthew's friend. So we've already said that we we tease him and that, you know, they're in love, yada, yada. Especially from Megan. Megan is always talking about his girlfriend and how much he loves her and all these things. They're just friends. Right. But anyway, so yesterday, Megan and Matthew both left school early for different reasons. And um, th- so Wednesday is, is Robotics Club. So Matthew would stay after school. Um, for robotics, and I'd pick him up later. And um, so Megan's like, Matthew, you should text her and say, hey, babe, I won't be at robotics today. Love you. So Matthew texts her, won't be at
0: robotics today. <laughs> 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 it was just funny. It was funny. That is hilarious. Anyway. All right. So what else? Anything?
1: Um, What else? Anything? I don't know. There's like so much.
0: Oh, no no more squeaky what? doors.
1: Thank you. No more. Sque- Cliff fixed the doors because um, this morning, this morning, <laughs> which is a funny thought to have at whatever time you opened the door, five o'clock.
0: Mm-hmm. What- it was about five o'clock.
1: OK, um, so I wake up to the sound of our bedroom door squeaking as you're closing it. And my first thought was I open at the close. Like I'm a golden snitch from Harry Potter mm-hmm. <laughs> because my eyes were open as soon as you closed the door. Anyway, yeah. so...
0: The interesting thing is that was at five o'clock. I'll
1: be able to sleep until like 5.15 when you open the garage door. Yep. So
0: So I actually woke up at 3.58 this morning. Ew. And what was cool is that you did not wake up until five o'clock because I had spent that a lot of time in the bathroom getting ready and just mm-hmm. well, actually I laid in bed for a little while. And then I took my time getting ready in the bathroom and I was hoping that I wouldn't wake you up there. And, and thankfully, I guess I did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, you know, I, I closed the bathroom door, which doesn't had never squeaked before. But then I did leave our bedroom and, and it's just that Ugh. just a
1: little bit. I know it's just enough. I'm telling you. But um, I did sleep really well last night, probably because Tuesday and Wednesday were both nonstop days from the time I woke up until the time I fell into bed yeah but um so I, d- I did sleep well for what time i did sleep last night so right. that was good although i did wake up once but that's beside the point right anyway i'm glad that the doors don't squeak anymore
0: yeah and the garage doors although they don't squeak they don't they're squeak just loud. anymore there's the, the they're motors just, the motors are loud motor is still right below our bedroom right. so.
1: although i'm telling you for the amount of money that we paid for our house we should have silent garage doors.
0: <laughs> I bet you they make silent garage doors.
1: We need to look into it.
0: It cost us quite a bit of money, but... I
1: didn't say we needed to buy it right now. I said we needed to look into it. Yeah. So there's that.
0: I wish they would have asked because we would have definitely... That would have
1: been an upgrade I would have paid it for.
0: It, yeah, exactly. So. Loud.
1: Anyway, but yeah. you went and you did spinning this morning, right? I did.
0: I went to spin class at 545 and enjoyed that. It was an incredible sweaty experience nasty yeah and uh, i am down to the lowest i've ever weighed i'm currently at 207.5 uh, which is actually if you just round it up to 208 i'm down a total of 60 pounds since november 14th of last year so that's 60 pounds that's awesome. overall which means that i've probably lost over 80 pounds of fat which is pretty cool
1: that is pretty cool um, David says you can get them at Lowe's.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure that they, they have that. So yeah, That's we That's what
1: Cliff's getting for Christmas.
0: <laughs> and we'll look into some silent garage door Next
1: up. year because this year's Christmas present has already been purchased.
0: It has. Oh, we can talk about that. New coats. You're Go welcome. ahead. Go You're ahead welcome. and talk about well, it.
1: Well, no, um our kids our kids cannot stand winter coats. I haven't been able to get our kids to wear a winter coat for years. Like if ever, if ever, I remember there are times that your mom would go like your mom, they'd go out to dinner, or spend a weekend with your mom or something. And they'd come home wearing this winter coat that they never wore again because they just they just don't do it. So I stopped wasting my money, our money. And um, and so but now that they they want a a, a jacket or or a coat, but they don't want like the bulkiness of what. They would find, in so anyway, I said, that's fine. I will get, we'll we'll go to North Face and we'll get you guys a jacket, something that is warm, but isn't so big.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, so we made that plan and and we went up there and and the three kids got their North Face jackets. Well, then you come down around the corner and um, you're like, well, I want to go in there. I want to see if there's something that, you know, so we go in there and you find a coat that you're absolutely in love with. I did. And it is now your Christmas present.
0: Yep, it is. It, it is absolutely amazing. I, and the cool thing is, it's a large. It is a large. It's that not is a, fun. It's not a 2X. It's not a X. It is. It is large. And large. it fits great. It does. And I I feel like it's the, it's the best I've ever looked in a coat. And it feels wonderful. I love... The material, I love the look of it. I love all the pockets that are a bit... I mean, this is I this is by far the nicest coat I've ever owned in my life. The only... I, I did have a leather coat when I was a teenager that was probably as expensive as this. But, I mean, it still wasn't as nice of a right. coat as as this thing is. And, of course, the North Face is very well, because well known. Because leather,
1: leather jackets are not made to be warm.
0: Right. But... Uh, North Face is just a, a, it is a quality brand. It is, and it it's incredible. And, and if taken
1: care of, they last for. But they have a lifetime ages, warranty. Yeah. Is that? Well, it, that's what I'm saying. Yes,
0: they have a lifetime warranty on the coat. So if anything like goes wrong with it, you just bring it in. They said that they just no know, questions
1: build, asked. That you don't have to have your receipt. You just, yeah, just yeah, they take, take care, care of it. it. So I'm excited that that everybody has.
0: What's that say? <laughs> ben says you're probably a sexy beast in it, Cliff. <laughs> nice um, i don't know if i'd go that far but i look pretty darn good in it
1: you do look good and it's blue so it goes well with your eyes
0: and it's got this really odd color orange it's as not an in- odd
1: color orange it's just orange it's
0: orange and it, as far <laughs> as the inter interior and i well, really like it it's
1: like your your little dot tv yeah. square up there i mean it's just orange it's just
0: orange but i like it yeah. The kids weren't so crazy about and it.
1: But. Megan was not crazy. I don't think McKenna's still crazy. She it doesn't, doesn't like it. I really like it. Yeah. You'd look good in a prison jumpsuit.
0: <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> You're
1: welcome. I'm teasing. But the blue goes well with your eyes. It looks good on you.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. So, yeah. So, there's the so, new coats. So there's the new coats. What else?
1: Um, What else is going on? I don't know. Okay. I'm just doing stuff. I'm doing... I still don't know what to get McKenna for Christmas. This is a problem.
0: Yeah, we have... Christmas
1: m- is two weeks away.
0: Wow, that close, huh?
1: Yeah, two, Christmas Eve is two weeks from today. You
0: know what she said? She said, if you want to just save the money that you were going to spend this year and put it towards next year so that she could have her 3D printer next year, she would be okay with that. Did she
1: tell you that? That's exactly... She said those words because she, she told me you could just give me the money and take me shopping. <laughs> <laughs> like That's what she told me.
0: Well, You could do that too. So I I'll she, talk to her. We'll her get an answer, and
1: I mean, if that's what she wants, but um,
0: she likes to shop, doesn't she? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So do that. Is she my daughter? Yeah, she does. You know what I can never do? What take both of my daughters shopping at the same time? No,
0: that's dangerous. That
1: that's dangerous to McKenna's everyone easy, involved.
0: McKenna's easy to go shopping with because if you if she knows what how much you, she has to spend, she will she she she's really good at saying okay i understand this is my limit and she makes decisions based upon that and yep i i yeah
1: she is megan's looking forward to um working out her own cash budget
0: good yep that was fun awesome all right so are we ready to turn to questions
1: that's fine sweet i've rambled enough
0: all right so last week we left with a wild cliffhanger of Ursula's question about um, the I don't know local I con- call that a wild cliffing. I don't know about that either. But anyway, <laughs> we, we left off saying, hey, we would cover this right. this week. So yes. here, I'll just recap the question here. It says, listening back to some of your older podcast episodes, I noticed that there was once a time when your family embraced the congregational gatherings, as you call it, uh, what some of us will call going to church. Uh, what is it that changed your outlook on this? Uh, the last time you addressed this topic, you did met, you mentioned that your faith and belief in God had nothing to do with your decision to not participate. But since your family did once go before, what changed your outlook on it? So I have my <laughs> own thoughts, but I'm interested in letting Stephanie speak first. I'm
1: filtering first. my thoughts right now. Feel
0: free to not filter your thoughts.
1: Maybe okay. filter
0: language, but...
1: <laughs> I, well, I always try to filter my language on here. Okay. But... um. <laughs> What changed our outlook mm-hmm. on okay, I um I honestly what changed people. Okay. Christian people. <laughs> okay. Um I I remember when you and this goes way back, um, when you were studying to be associate pastor of the Nazarene church that we were Belonged to when we first got married. Yep, I was nineteen. Yep, I, th- I was nineteen years old, about to become a pastor's wife. Not what I had in mind for what my what I thought my life was going to look like. Right, like that. Um, and I remember sitting down with our head pastor and his wife, who were great friends of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, which was difficult for me to be nineteen and and to draw that line between friends and and not to draw a line but I kind of felt like their child like it was weird for me at that time to be friends with adults who were the same age as my parents right because it was just weird anyway so um I remember I remember sitting down with them we went out to lunch and um and I told Keith this I don't feel called to do this like this is not what this is not in my calling I don't fit the mold of "quote unquote" pastor's wife. I, I, that's just not a mold that I fit. That's not a pedestal I want to be on. I'm imperfect. I'm loud mouthed. I'm you know fill in the blank. Um, and and I remember Keith looking at me, and he said, "Stephanie, feel free to break the mold." I was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. I've been breaking molds ever since. Yes, you have. <laughs> I don't think you can mold me into one thing that you want me to be. Um, I follow the calling that God has called on my life, and I'm comfortable with that. And it's not my job to make those around me comfortable with that. Right. Right. So what led me to the decision to be comfortable leaving the traditional congregational gatherings that we were a part of were the people who were trying to force me into what they wanted me to be. Right. When I was openly expressing this goes against what God is calling me to be. And the moment that I was done, done get up, walk out, done, was the moment that someone looked me in the eye and told me that I didn't love Jesus because I didn't want to do what this man was telling me to do. Yeah. And I was done. Yep. So people <laughs> are what, and, and I, I serve people every day, all day, in the way that God has called me to do so. Right. Um, and I'm comfortable with that. That's where he wants me to be, and so it is. It's not. It's not my. I don't not love Jesus. I don't not love worship. I've already told a couple of weeks ago. Megan and I go to a congregational gathering. Yep. Um, I enjoy the messages. I enjoy the music. <laughs> I enjoy um, the community, but I am not allowing anyone to tell me what they think I need to do to be
0: more acceptable to, to more God. Accept,
1: right. Exactly. And, and so, it, I mean, hands down, flat out answer people.
0: Yeah. So how, no I, one
1: has the power to tell me what God's calling for my life is. Right. But God.
0: Exactly. So what I would say is it, it's, it's similar, but I would say it's the fact that I've actually seen the man behind the curtain and you've seen Oz I've seen I've seen the wizard (laughs) and 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 it's not a pretty sight back there Um, and what I mean by that is that I've unfortunately I can't unsee the inner workings of the politics of the of, of the machine that is the leadership of these organizations and I'm certain that there are some out there that it's just a, a super wonderful atmosphere.
1: Well, and we've we've seen them, we've been to them, we've been part of them. They're just not in our area. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's not true. I think they I think they all have hints. They of, do. Of they what, do. W- what there we've are seen. ways. Yeah. And the and the reality is, is we've been a part of a lot of start uh, of, of startup mm-hmm. congregations that started out wonderful but we've every single congregational gathering we've ever been a part of we've ended up being in the leadership team rule and we've seen the behind the scenes and even with the people with the greatest of intentions eventually something happens where the corporate structure of running this as a business takes over and it it becomes more it becomes less about what the vision of the original leadership had for the congregation. And it becomes more about making decisions to grow the organization. Right. And, and so it, I, without going into specific details, it, it's just I, I found that I had a, I saw a growing disconnect from what I read about in Scripture as being what the church is and what I was experiencing in these local congregational gatherings. And I I got tired of being uh, forced to feel guilty and self-condemning about being a quote-unquote, I, I they didn't call me this personally, like one-on-one, but sermon after sermon is all about, well, if you come here and you all you think about is how terrible the music is. Well, you're just a consumer. You're just this, and right. there are people in Zimbabwe. They have, you know, they worship and mud up to their knees, and they can praise God. How can you sit there in your air conditioning thing and and be so so much of a lukewarm Christian that you can't enjoy and worship God? Sounds like and, somebody's
1: trying to put you into a mold that they want you to fit into.
0: Exactly, and I'm like, and and so I, I would go and I would actually literally despise the music and and uh, i mean we had uh, we had one worship leader who sang like an opera like a female opera star i mean and it her her it literally gave me a headache mm-hmm. the the high-pitched mm-hmm. sc- i would call screaming that happened from, from the stage and i'm like i i would it would be painful uh emotionally, <laughs> physically in every way. And I'm thinking I felt horrible about the fact that I felt that way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I I do not feel like I'm worshiping God here. All right. I feel is like I'm judging how the entire aspect of how all of this is happening. And I've been trained to feel guilty about that. And you know, as, when it came to it, it's like every weekend I run into these people I ask how they're doing, they ask how I'm doing. I, I lie, they lie. Nobody's really talking about <laughs> how they really are doing. And I am. <laughs> and and if you do, people run run away and and it's it just I know that this isn't indicative of every right This was our experience. This is just overall over time, yep. it becomes more and more like this. And you know, it, there was the time when it's like, you know the the true Fellowship and community is happening in these small groups that are meeting in people's homes. And that's always been the place where we felt felt was the greatest impact of, of connecting with others. And so we always ended up in a place where we would lead one of those groups. And every single time our commitment was to lead a group weekly in our home and to love, care, and even shepherd or pastor those people, Right and it ended up every single time in every congregation we were a part of that ultimately it's like well we're, we we're lacking volunteers setting up in our in our work on the weekend we're lacking volunteers in Sunday school class uh, le- teachers we're lacking volunteers in this project that we're doing to outreach to the poor and so what they did is they thrust upon the the leaders of these small groups that says hey we're all going to take turns rotating and it's your responsibility to do to get your group of people to come and volunteer on these days and if somebody who is in your group can't make it it's your responsibility to find a replacement for them and before you know it what was once a commitment to love and care and shepherd um, a small group of eight to twelve people in your home becomes your commitment to do that plus five other things, and I'm like
1: administrative things, administrative things, yeah.
0: and things that were clearly outside of my gifting, calling, or even desire. And once again, finally, a breaking point was when um, I told somebody, I said, "Listen, you know, I I'm coming here and I'm putting clothes into garbage bags, and you're telling me that I have to find childcare for everybody in my group. I have to manage that." Number one, I I went there and I'm stuffing garbage bags with clothes. Mm -hmm. I I said, this is not something I feel. It's like if you don't feel called, here's what I can tell you. God's calling is for this church to do this because that's what the elders decided. And because of that, if you can't get on board with what God has clearly called us to do or called you to do, then we kind of question whether or not where you stand with God. And I was like. No, 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 no. His exact
1: words. I was in that meeting. Okay. His exact words were that if we didn't feel called to do that, then we didn't love Jesus.
0: I, he may have said those exact no, words. No, no, no. He did. <laughs> okay. So, he did. So basically and after I, after that decision. I can
1: never have another conversation with you again.
0: I, I immediately at that conversation said, I respectfully disagree with you and I resign from every position here. Um, I'm done. Um, I will continue to attend. And we did for a couple weeks, or if not a couple months, until finally, uh, and we and we only continued to attend out of obligation and guilt.
1: That's not true. I we only did. Continu- no, you didn't. Okay. We continued to attend out of support for our friend who was the pastor until he stepped down, which was weeks after week.
0: Okay. Well, and also another thing that um, happened was I was introduced to a book Called So You Don't Want to Go to Church Anymore. <laughs> that kind of helped. And that book really gave me a lot of, a, a very different perspective. And it was the first book that really gave me the idea that it would be okay to not go to the, one of these things mm-hmm. and that I can still be an active participant in the church that God has placed on this earth, that he is building on this earth. And that being the church has really nothing to do with going to those weekly congregational gatherings. Right. Not that those things aren't a part of the church and 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 are just as you know as as legitimate of community opportunities as as what we faced outside of it. Those gatherings. But um, anyway, yeah, it's that. And and the other thing is is that I realized that when I became a Christian, I realized how much I had a passion and zeal and love for my relationship with God. I felt such a freedom in my life that just was unfathomable. And over time, I realized that I actually cha- traded in my relationship with God for a relationship with the institution. You
1: said that when we talked about this a few weeks ago.
0: Okay, so I won't keep yeah. going over that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's, that's what changed my outlook. Yep. And when I saw, when I actually had two people in my life that I respected very highly, and especially in achieving an area and a level of relationship with God that I desire to one day achieve, uh, that if I, man, if I could ever get to the place where I feel like I am that devoted to God in my relationship with God, man, I, I've, re, I, that's, that's, that's what I want. those are relationship goals, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> if, I can, if I can achieve those relationship goals, that would be awesome. And so when two men in my life both, said, Wow, why do you keep going? And Dr. David Foster, who happened to actually be a pastor of a church. Yes, he did. He he says, Cliff, just stop going. And I'm like, Really? He goes, Yeah, he goes he goes, I want he says, I want you to commit to something. And I'm like, what? He goes, commit to me this, that that from this point forward, you'll never again for the rest of your life ever do church work. But instead devote the rest of your life to the work of the church. Yes. And that, and that is, boom, it snapped in my mind. And the very next week, we stopped attending those weekly congregational we did. gatherings. And I have not, well, actually, we did go back a couple years ago as an entire family uh, to Six Flags Over Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we did. We did go to Six Flags Over Jesus.
0: Which is basically my way of saying this very large mega, mega Congregation. Right. I won't even call it mega church. Uh, it's a mega congregation. And I, we call it Six Flags Over Jesus because it's like you're going to an amusement park when you go there. And so, uh, <laughs> but we went there. And, you know, it, it's kind of cool that they have all this stuff and, and everything like that. And the music's obviously better and stuff. But we went on. Easter, Good Friday, Easter weekend, and all the, the three sermons we attended
1: that are, for a what for we
0: did but a th- few weeks we attended but, yeah. for a few weeks. It was really cool, and then we got to Good Friday through Easter weekend, and for two or three weeks in a row, was it that, was all about money. Uh, it was how much you owe us. It's not just ten percent, but you need to be bringing in beyond your ten percent requirement, and uh, not all. And of course, he used he misquoted Malachi um and which we talked about last week we did and not only that but he says listen and if you ever think that you sh- can go out there and just say well i give my requirement here but i give elsewhere no god gave you elders for a reason and we've made the decision god tells us where to put your money and i'm like <laughs> see you later out we're out
1: isn't he the same guy who on, on easter gave a gave a christmas sermon <laughs> he talked about All about the birth of Christ, rather than
0: yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway. So
1: we're you know,
0: but Stephanie and Megan we're happy. Stephanie and Megan still go to a congregational gathering and they enjoy. But we are
1: not. I mean,
0: some of the people there think Stephanie and I are divorced.
1: It really it was just the one. (laughs) one It was Megan's friends, which I think I we said that on a podcast. We, We said that. On a podcast, it Megan's Megan's friends, um, aunt and uncle, thought that we were divorced because Megan and I attend. But then one weekend, I was out of town, and you attended with her. And anyway,
0: yeah. So um, I, Savon, I think, is the name. He says, "What would you recommend to young leaders/slash pastors who don't want to see that stuff in their church?" Uh, n- number one, if you believe that it's possible, then by all means, try to take the injustices and the guilt and the condemnation that might be poured on people to adhere to certain uh moral codes of conduct and stuff like that things that clearly aren't what Christ says christ, Jesus says uh where are the people who who came here to condemn you well there's not any he says nor do i right you know the bible says there Stop therefore condemning is condemning
1: people there
0: there therefore is now no, no condemnation, condemnation for those who are in christ and so if, you know, fight against your leadership con- condemning anyone, making people feel guilty. Jesus does not make people feel guilty.
1: No, he does not. Look
0: at the parable of the incredibly loving father.
1: Conv- um, Convicted. Yes. Yeah. Guilty. No. So and there is a difference.
0: Th- some people call it the parable of the lost son. It's it's mistitled. Yeah. It's actually the parable of the incredibly loving father. And it's, it's, it's incredibly loving because the story about the father, who is his son has gone away, unrighteous, sinful living, and all this stuff. He saw the error of his way only when he was at his wit's end and he, he squandered everything away, right? He then did what he thought he needed to do, which was prepare his confession. You know, he was going to go and confess and repent, and maybe my father will at least let me be a servant, you know and so he goes back and he starts to give his prepared confession do you know if you read that story closely watch it closely mm-hmm. he the father stops the son before he can confess and re- and and do the whole will you it forgive does. me he's already forgiven the father runs out to him no you're not just going to be my sir i want you to come back in we're celebrating the best you are of- my son that's that's the incredibly loving experience that that Christ has for everyone. And that's what people need to be feeling in the church, not your local congregations, but in the church in as, the church as a and whole. And so people. my recommendation to to leaders and pastors, fight for that kind of quote unquote gospel message, which right. is, this is good news. And so if all of a sudden everything is all about guilt, condemnation, and it's really not a lot of good news being preached... I'd fight against that. And ultimately, unfortunately, I believe many of you will probably want to read the book, He Loves Me, which is also from the same author uh, as So You Don't Don't Want to Go to Church church Anymore. Read those two books. Uh, And another book, a third book from the same author, my friend Wayne Jacobson, uh, called uh, Finding Church. Finding Church. And uh, unf- the only thing I caution you, if you read those three books and your financial income depends upon your paycheck coming from a local congregation,
1: you might wanna look look for another different. job
0: because you won't be able <laughs> to stay there for too much longer, right? Probably.
1: So anyway,
0: anyway, <laughs> thank you, thank you so much, Ursula, for your question. That
1: was a good question. <laughs> it was. Mine was much shorter. Answered.
0: Yep. Tyler McCart says, "How are you and Stephanie using your Apple Watches as a couple? Amy and I got ours a couple months ago, and I wanted to hear how you, how all, how you all were using <laughs> yours. So, how are we using our Apple Watches as a couple? I don't think there's anything uh, special that no, we do as a couple. We don't
1: because I don't know how to work mine, <laughs> other than telling the time." Okay, so I can read my text messages.
0: Yes, which you do. Which I do. And I do as well. I get my text notifications. And I so, never have to look yep, at my phone to see what the message. Number. Now I do because
1: my, here's the deal. The minute I put this Apple watch on my wrist, uh-huh. it became defective simply because I own it. Okay. So there are, t- there are days, random days for no reason that it won't connect to my phone. Right. There are, I mean, it's just, it's the minute I owned it. It became defective it's
0: it's, it's the Stephanie technology Distortion field
1: yes, it is anyway, so there's that um, I get my text messages or my my um, notifications there came another one um,
0: who's that text from
1: <laughs> M- Megan from hold, Megan hold on i'll t- okay um and so i I get my my notifications and um, I run the um what app is that that I run for my heart rate while we're working out?
0: Oh, it's just the it's the activity app.
1: It's the activity app. Um, I've tr- I've tried a few other things with it, but I don't. I drive all the time, mm-hmm. and you can't really learn how to use a piece of new technology while driving, right? And so while I've had this since what June,
0: something like that, April, June, April, like June.
1: That. I don't really. I I haven't really thought, Oh, I need to sit down and figure out everything this does. Like you've showed me how to like, uh, send you a message where I like write on the screen or I could send you my heartbeat. But do you know that I don't remember how to do any of that?
0: And you know, (laughs) I do remember how to do that. And I think we, when we first got, when you got your watch, um, we did that a couple times and that was, that was it. I, everybody I know that has an Apple watch is, you know, we sketch back and forth, send those little doodles back and forth. It usually lasts two or three times and then we never do it again. Um, heartbeats, no, never really do that. Uh, but you know, the, the thing is, is independently, we find them very useful. Of course, Stephanie and I are both very much into working out on a pretty regular basis and we have that we would i don't know about you but i can't stand to work out i would not want to work out without my watch because I, it's showing me my heart rate and well
1: I'm, sometimes i have to because your like, battery
0: died my dies. battery
1: died on tuesday before i even made it to the gym
0: yeah so but anyway there i use mine for the heart rate monitor i use mine as notifications of our texts that come in i use the alarm Functionality, I, I've upgraded to the 2.0 version of the watch, which when you put it on the charger and set it on side, its side, a does nightstand mode, <laughs> so it's a little night clock. Uh, I use the alarm to wake me up in the morning. Uh, it's very quiet and not too bad, and so I like that. I, u- I use the alarm feature, I use timers, I use the stopwatch when we're doing planking. I, there's a lot of things that I use the watch for, but it's mostly for working out and for telling me the time and I do have the. But
1: hold on, hold on. Mickey Mouse entertains me. Yes. Does that count? Yeah, absolutely. Because I have the. Um, you have the Mickey the, Mouse, the mouse watch, watch. The watch face, face that it that is Mickey Mouse, and he dances and he taps his foot. Um, it took me a little while to realize that his foot is counting out the seconds. Hmm. Um, but what, like right now it's um, ten fifty seven, and so when it becomes um like eleven o one, eleven o two, um Mickey's mouse will turn. His head will turn from the right now. He's facing the ten. Yeah, and um, when his hands go over the twelve, then his fe- his head turns. Really, and he'll face the other direction until he gets to the six. At the bottom of the clock. And then he turns back the other way. I had no idea. And his foot, like right now, his left foot is tapping. But when he's facing the other direction, his right foot
0: taps. I had no idea. Of course, I don't use that watch. Like I said,
1: Mickey Mouse entertains me.
0: Awesome. I love that.
1: (laughs) I'm easily entertained.
0: So, But I think we, I I love my Apple Watch. I really like my watch. I don't ever go a day without wearing it. And I wouldn't want to. So what about you?
1: Do I go a day without wearing it? um only if i'm doing it like on purpose okay. like today i don't want to know if i only walked two times in 12 hours right i really and you know you can and, um, turn that off right you can turn that off i know but um only if i on purpose don't do it
0: okay yeah. so maggie asked uh let's see here i know you talked about it before oh you
1: wanted to know why megan was texting me yeah before you go on to maggie um so megan bought a new ringtone
0: Yes. On um, her phone. R2D2.
1: No, actually, she bought the um, Star Wars theme song.
0: Oh, okay. The theme
1: music. And she wants me to call her at 1110 while she's in class so that the Star Wars music starts playing.
0: Gotcha. And she also bought a text tone, which is R2D2. R2D2, yeah. Which is pretty cute. It is. All right, so Maggie Max uh, says, um, I know you've talked about this before. Can you talk about uh, your kids and Christmas and Santa Claus? (laughs) And here's the deal. First of all... um, if you have young children listening, you probably don't want them to hear about what's coming on. Right. But we're not going to go into it in great detail. Our kids are so old now that, that... Our kids are so old. Oh, my God. That it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> but, but even from the youngest age, uh, yeah. and, and again, you should not have young kids listening to us right now. But Stephanie and I, from the kids at their youngest age, we never once told them that Santa Claus was real. No. And so but- uh, we've always told them the truth that Santa Claus uh, is a story that has been passed down from generation to generation. Uh, it was originally a celebration of St. Nicholas, and we told them about the origin of St. Nicholas, which is a great story. It is. And um, and that's always been a part of our Christmas tradition is to talk about St. Nicholas and how it became santa claus and that if you and we've always told our kids if you want to pretend santa claus is real that's cool and they never have but the 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 presents that come under the tree are from your mom and dad and we love you very much well and and and
1: and from 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 jesus because we are blessed in that way i mean we we have our own way we have our own way of of doing christmas but we've also always taught um taught our kids to respect what other people believe yes and um, McKenna came home the other day um, and she goes, Mom, um, the teacher today, and it wasn't her homeroom teacher. it was another teacher, told me to shut it or zip it or <coughs> one or the other. I don't remember. Anyway, but she was all worked up into a fury because someone in her class was talking about Santa Claus and McKenna was simply stating that she didn't believe I mean, she didn't go into any, and and the teacher told her to shut it. And I was like, I'm, now McKenna doesn't want me to call and say anything and do anything." But my kid has a right to her opinion, mm-hmm. and you can't tell her to shut it just for stating. I don't believe. I mean, it's not like she's going in and telling the kids you're stupid for believing. Yeah, real. she doesn't do that. You know, I mean, th- they're not doing that. We've always taught our kids to respect what other people believe. But if you ask and, her, but if you, you ask her, it, she'll tell you, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I she has cousins
1: it. who believe in Santa Claus. You know, she has we have Christmas Eve um, with with your family and her cousins have to go home and go to bed so Santa can come. And she's like, I'm staying up all night because he ain't coming to my house.
0: <laughs> I'm on the naughty list. <laughs> so she,
1: she probably should be. Right. But um, yeah.
0: OK. Um, let's see here Ingrid says want to thank this is just a note I believe she goes I want to thank you for your continued post of uh, inspiration your weekly podcast and daily updates from Instagram have inspired me to look up body pump is what it's called Uh, I already lift three days a week on my own and it's time to press ahead I look I'm looking at almost 30 I'm looking at almost 35 pounds down already that's incredible Uh, weight loss in a journey it is a journey in and of itself. I look forward to listening to pursuing a balanced life and family from the heart while either lifting or doing cardio. Much uh, love to you and Stephanie and the family. So awesome! Thank, thank you. you so much, Ingrid, and congratulations on losing thirty-five pounds. That's incredible. <laughs> it is. And Andrea says, "I remember you all talking about Outlander when you returned from Scotland. Uh, you were going to. Wa- you said you might also watch Braveheart. Did Stephanie ever see it? Uh, just wondering because I love Braveheart. Braveheart. I have not." You have I've not. Stu-
1: I've never seen that movie ever. I've and never I, seen Braveheart.
0: I've only seen it once, and I remember enjoying it. And I think we should still get around to watching it. I I'm sure
1: we'll get around to that in all of our free time. Yes. Yeah. As soon as we you know finish Star Wars and see the new one and watch Creed and um what else is there that we want to I wanna, we're gonna see our Christmas movie which I keep forgetting what it's called and then we'll I want to see Joy with um with. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Jennifer and I still Lawrence. haven't seen seen Jay, So there, is yeah. that what that one's called? Mocking yeah, Jay. Mockingjay. Part two. So, um, yeah, we'll just add that to the long list of other things that we have to have time to sit down and watch. Andrea, and isn't it like, like really long? Yeah, it is. Braveheart's like a really long movie.
0: Yeah, but it's a it's a really good movie. And I know that you'll like it. We'll have to get it on like Blu-ray or something like that. Or
1: why? It's or, no, I'm not we'll, gonna watch it we'll, more than once. We'll
0: we'll rent it on Amazon. Amazon. If yeah,
1: I'm not I'm not gonna watch it more than once. Right. I assure you, I'm not gonna come away and go, oh, that's my new favorite
0: movie. No, it's number not one because like I don't that.
1: like Mel Gibson. Cool.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Family from the Heart. We recorded this week a little bit earlier than normal because uh, we have to run Winnie we to the to airport. Take to the airport. She's on our way to New
1: York City. Stop it. You are so- Oh, you're frustrating. Oh, I see where Megan gets like... I can see how she gets frustrated with you all the time.
0: You can see that? I can. Yeah. All right. And uh, what else? Uh, next week? I think week-
1: the best thing is like... I'm a dork, but I know I'm a dork. You're a dork, but you don't know it. No, I know it. <laughs> I just,
0: somehow. I am I embrace it though.
1: <laughs> is that it? Yeah. Okay.
0: We will be back next week. We'll be off yes. on the 24th. Right. Is that right? Yes. Awesome. Correct. So uh, we need your questions for next week's show. We are all caught up on questions from our community. Feedback at gspn.tv. Again, that's feedback at gspn.tv. That is the email address. To send us your questions. It is. Awesome. Anything else? I don't know. All right. I think that's good. Well, until next time, we encourage you to...
1: Live your life with purpose. Podcast and Man.